0: Welcome in to another edition of Titans in 10. I'm your host, Jimmy Morris. You can follow me on Twitter, at MorrisMCM. This podcast is a part of the Home Run Throwback podcast feed. Just search out Home Run Throwback wherever you get your podcasts. You'll find this show, as well as the one that I do every week with John Glennon. Home Run Throwback, you know, is a throwback to when the Titans were actually good on special teams. We'll get to that in a minute. Before we do, again, as always, remind you, BroadwaySportsMedia.com. Is the website. So much cool stuff going on there. Best Titans analysis you're going to find. Check it out. All right, so obviously coming off a frustrating loss for the Titans last night, 34-17 to the Colts. Titans had a chance to take a control of the AFC South with a win there, uh, put yourself in the driver's seat, you know, win that first game against the Colts, kind of defend home field advantage, so to speak. And then, you know, you, you kind of have a game in hand when you play them later. They weren't able to do that. The game turned on a couple of special teams plays, really. I mean, Titans are winning. Titans look good early, you know, march right down, score a touchdown on their first drive. It's 17-13 Titans at halftime. Um, You know, things are are seemingly going well at that point. And then you have this, you know, scenario in the second half where you shank a punt, 17-yard punt, sets up a Colts touchdown, and then when you get the ball back – You get a punt blocked, return for a touchdown. Some of this is really frustrating because it it seems like some of these issues with the Titans are preventable. Um, You know, the the whole special teams thing, it's been a disaster for the better part of a year and a half, two years now. You know, last year they couldn't figure out the kicking situation. They put too much stock in Ryan Suckup being able to come back from injury. They obviously rushed him back twice. Last year, you look at the success that Suckup is having with the Bucks. This year, it was obviously that he wasn't. It was obviously he wasn't healthy. Now, and so instead of you know bringing in some competition, for, some legitimate competition for him. And again, you know, apologies to Paul Kaharski. We killed him for his kicker take in the preseason last year, but he was dead on. Like the Titans should have done something to have some legitimate competition in that room last year, and they didn't do it. And so you saw what that led to last year. Running kickers through here like crazy, um, and then this year, you know, they put all of their eggs in the Steven Goskowski basket. And listen, Goskowski is is done. Like I, he's made some big kicks. He had a really good game in Minnesota, but the inconsistency, like you, you can't have them. And he, you know, he misses a kick again last night. It's it's time to move on from that. And I know, like whatever they bring, whoever they bring in, it's it's it, nobody's going to be great, right? Maybe you maybe you hit lightning in a bottle. Maybe you find a guy that has just not gotten his chance yet, and, and he's really good. Uh, you know that that's certainly a possibility, but more likely than not, it's, it's going to be more shaky kicking. But it's time to move on from Goskowski. He obviously doesn't have it. The whole punting thing is frustrating too. Because look, you know Brett Curran gets hurt. That's obviously you know terrible for this team. But you bring in a guy Ryan right now that punts last week and punts really well, fifty and a half yards per punt on average. And then because Trevor Daniel looked better in practice, in a practice I don't even know when they had because you had a, a simulated practice on Monday, I guess Tuesday and Wednesday, um, Trevor Daniel against air punts awesome. And so they say, all right, we're going to switch this. We're going to get rid of the punter. We're gonna, I mean, they didn't get rid of him. I mean, they got two punters on the roster for whatever stupid reason. but So you've got two punters on the roster. you you, de- you inactivate or, you know, you make the one inactive that was really good last week. It was also the holder that had held for Goskowski before. All of that made sense. It made too much sense, apparently. You go to Trevor Daniel, who shanks a punt, and I I got people telling me, well, his first punt was really good. He punted really good in college. Who cares? Like, if a guy hits half of his punts well, that's not good. That's not good. So, I mean, the, the, the the special teams thing is really, really frustrating. And, you know, John Robinson, Mike Vrabel, both have done a lot of good things. No doubt about that. But they have a, a, a blind spot when it comes to evaluating the, these special teams guys. They're terrible at it. Like they just It has not been good since uh, since Ryan Suckup got hurt. It's been a disaster all the way around. And the refusal by Vrabel especially to admit that, I mean, maybe he admits it privately. You know, John Robbins, to his credit, he hasn't had a good offseason. It's been rough for him. But you know he gets out in front. And he says, "Look, I screwed up. I did this, yada yada yada." So like you know, you you at least get that from him. Mike Vrabel, who can't coach a defense, who can't figure out a kicker. I mean, I don't I don't I don't I don't know how much, how the breakdown goes there. But Vrabel, you know, last week of the game, defensive coordinator is not a problem. Well, your defense sucks. So what's the problem? Is it the players? They cut Jonathan Joseph. They cut Vic Beasley, and it looked better. Against the Bears, who are terrible on offense. But then you get against a guy like Phil Rivers last night. And listen, like Philip Rivers, his throwing motion has been disgusting his whole life, I'm sure. It's been, it, 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 at least his whole career that we've seen him. I'm sure when he was a peewee football player, it was terrible too. But he can't throw the ball down the field. Like you watch him throw, and you think about how he's never had a great deep arm and then he's old now, like, and, and the Titans are playing off, and they're doing all this stuff, and, well, you know, you don't want to get caught off in a pick, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, the, because, listen, watching a team have drives of double-digit plays over and over again, that's so much better than the potential of giving up a deep ball. Come on. Like, the, the refusal to change these types of things is, is getting kind of frustrating. And I said on Twitter last night that, Mike Vrabel is a, I think the way I phrased it was a great head coach and leader, but he's not a good defensive coordinator, coach, whatever. I got some pushback on him being a great head coach, and what I mean on that, what I mean by that is like he is obviously really good at preparing the team to play. He's good at finding holes sometimes in other teams' game plans and attacking those. Um, He's good at getting the guys motivated and all that kind of stuff. Like, we know he's good at that. Whenever the Titans are able to have this us-against-the-world mentality, they're always successful in that. They're, They're prepared to play. Like, those types of things he's really good at. That's what I mean from a head coach. He's really good at that kind of stuff. But he was a disaster as a defensive coordinator in Houston. You know, and, and I think that gets a little bit slipped under the rug because of, you know, how good his defenses are, at least his defenses were better here the first couple of years. But that was obviously because of Dean Pease. We're seeing that very much now. But the fact that they don't have a, defense, a defensive coordinator is a problem. And, you know, they've had injuries, sure. They've had things not work out. You know, they cut half the roster a week ago to try to fix these things. And you're seeing the same issues. So, yes, Adoree Jackson will hopefully come back at some point, and that will help no doubt, but it's not enough to fix everything that's going on here. And so we need some admission in that. We need some accountability in that. You know, if preaches accountability, right, we're going to be accountable. we got to play better. If guys don't do this and that and yada, yada, yada. But, like, where is your accountability in the fact that you were you didn't hire a defensive coordinator when DP's retired and now your defense is terrible? Like, where's your accountability in that? Where's, where is the – accountability, and the fact that there's no answer for what teams are trying to do. The, the Colts did the same thing the entire game last night. I think I saw this morning. The Phil Rivers threw one pass more than 20 yards down the field. He wasn't throwing the ball down the field, but they refused to do anything to counteract those short passes, and that's what we've seen time and time again. And so uh, while well, people have been killing the pass rush, like, oh, the pass rush is terrible, and it is. It's bad, but you saw the Colts come out with a similar plan last night to what the Steelers did just drop back, get rid of the ball. Drop back, get rid of the ball. Drop back, get rid of the ball. We never pressed – the Titans never press anybody. It, it's just it, – it's it's really frustrating to watch. And, listen, the offense wasn't good last night either. Now, I think part of that is because they're not able to get in a rhythm with everything that was going on. You know, if you look at the time that they were off the field from the last Colts drive of the first half to the first Colts drive of the second half – I mean, there are some things there, I think, that that takes them out of rhythm a little bit. You had the big drop by A.J. Brown. You know, I mean, obviously totally uncharacteristic for him. Um, you know, they had some of those things kind of working against them. Uh, so, I mean, I think you can kind of make some excuses or, or whatever for that. The offense has got to play better. The offensive line's a problem with the injuries and that kind of stuff. I mean, that, those are all things we can talk about. But the, the two biggest glaring issues right now are defensive special teams. And I don't know what... Craig Ackerman has done to deserve the job in the first place, I sure as heck don't know what he what he has done to deserve to keep it. They're not going to fire him. I mean, I, I don't, you know, I, who cares, fire special team coach during the year. But they they got to figure out a way to get that stuff fixed. Because, you know, we, we laugh at coaches when they say, you know, all three phases, offense, defense, special teams are equally important in a game. And, and a lot of times that's ridiculous. But what it, what is true about that is when your special team is really bad, it, it is as, just as bad as your offense or your defense being really bad. And when your defense and your special teams are really bad, you can't win football games. So that's the, that's the place the Titans find themselves in now. The good thing that we have at this point is now you have 10 days before you go to Baltimore. Uh, obviously a really tough game. The Titans had success last year against Baltimore's offense. Teams, for the most part this year when playing Baltimore, have done a lot of the same things that the Titans did last year. So we'll see kind of, you know, the the chess match there of the adjustments on both sides. Um, I don't feel great about it uh, with Dean Pease not being here and, and the ability to, to adjust. But Mike Vrabel has historically been good when he's had a, a longer time to, to prepare, and he's been good when everybody's counting his team out. So that's kind of the situation they find themselves in here. So, you know, listen, These next two games now, I mean, they were always really important, but they take on, you know, an even greater significance now. They have to at least split those games. If you're going to lose one of them, it needs to be Baltimore. You need to beat the Colts. It would be great if they can win both of them. If they beat Baltimore and lose to the Colts, it's not great, but it's not the end of the world either. But you absolutely had to have a split here. Then things ease up a little bit as far as defenses you're facing and that kind of stuff. So hopefully they can, you know, figure some things out in this layoff. Mike Rivel said, you know, players are going to have a little bit of time off. It should give a, a few guys, like Ryder Stafford, who's just been bad on injury after injury for the last few weeks, gives him a little bit of time to get healthy and all those things. But, this team's got a long way to go if they want to be the Super Bowl contending team that we thought they were at the beginning of the year and that a lot of people you know, around the league and whatever thought they were at the beginning of the year. They're not anywhere close to that right now. They're going to be lucky to be a playoff team at this point. They will, they probably will be a playoff team because you know they expanded playoffs and blah, blah, blah. But if they want to get to those ultimate goals that they want to accomplish, and again, starting with winning at the AFC South, They've got a long way to go. they got some things that they really need to take a long look at and be honest with themselves about Mike Vrabel, about what's going on and what they can do to fix it. All right, that'll do it for today. We will have a home run throwback episode rec- that we'll record Sunday night with John Glennon to kind of, you know, break down all this and reset. And then next week we'll be back on the Titans and 10 daily thing. So check that out, com. Check that out as well, home run throwback. Subscribe, rate, review, all those good things. Tell your friends. Follow me on Twitter, at jmorrismcm. So this is Jimmy Morris saying thanks so much for listening, and we will talk to you again Sunday night. Brought to you by Broadway Sports Media.